Hey guys, and welcome to the Healthy Huddle. We're going to talk all things health-related based on our real-life trial and errors. I'm Peyton, a retired college athlete with a love for holistic nutrition. And I'm Rachel, a creative writer, forever student, and mental health advocate. We may not have all the answers, but we're damn sure going to try. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 9 of The Healthy Huddle. Hello. We are very excited about today's episode. It's going to be a little bit shorter. We know last week was a little bit longer, a little heavier. A little heavy. Yeah. So (laughs) basically this week we just want to talk about when life changes, maybe unexpectedly or in some cases a little expectedly, and how to handle that and how to just kind of go with the flow and, you know, changing your mindset and what that can look like. A lot of it will pertain to how COVID has changed all of our lives. 2020 has been a rough year. She's felt like 10 years in one. But yeah, I think, I mean, I think COVID is what we're pulling from mainly because that's kind of the big thing that everyone is experiencing currently and how Mm. to deal with quarantine and how to deal with being separated from your friends or your family for long extended periods of time. But that's not all what we're talking about. Like it can be any type of change. It can be like for Rachel, like having online grad school. That has been a change in her life that she's had to alter some things to fit that more or it can be a change in work schedule I've experienced that where mm-hmm. I've had to alter my day I wake up at 5 30 in the fucking morning now <laughs> which never thought that would happen but I've had to alter it and you alter it and you go with the flow but we just kind of wanted to speak a little bit on how to maneuver those alterations mm-hmm. in a way where you don't completely lose yourself or you don't completely lose the foundation that you have you just add a little bit extra to it or take a little bit away from here or there. And making sure, I think the big thing, especially with quarantine and COVID, is making sure that you're doing it for you Mm -hmm. and that you're keeping your self-awareness there because you can lose yourself when you just are isolated or when when you're changing a lot of things in your life, you can kind of lose control a little bit or you can feel like it's slipping away from you. I've definitely experienced that. So I think my experience with COVID is a little bit different just because I had V and I decided together that I would quit working December 2019. Oh my god, almost a year. Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> and I was going to take at least my first two classes to get acclimated back into being into school since it had been six years and it's grad school and I didn't know what to expect. And right when I had decided to start looking for work again is when the world shut down. Well, fortunately, I was kind of already in a routine because I'm pretty much an introvert in case you didn't know. So I like was already feeling a little bit isolated and kind of struggling with that a little bit. And then all of that stuff happened and it was no longer an option. It just was the life. Yes. It was literally life. Uh, But I think that, and I've mentioned this so many times, you guys, I'm going to be a dead horse with it. One of the things that has really helped me has been my gratitude practice and my journaling. That has gotten me through so much over the last, what, 10 months. And movement, those two things have just been so key. And Peyton especially can attest to, like, for movement for me didn't necessarily change. It just meant more walks, honestly, because more people were home to go for walks. But I have never had a problem with doing at-home workouts. I was kind of already doing at-home workouts. And she's 
a gym person. She likes to lift heavier weights. Yeah, I was about to say, it looked definitely different yeah. for me. And I still, geez, it's been like... <laughs> Literally since March, since I've been, like, consistently in a fully equipped gym, Mm -hmm. which is crazy to me, especially knowing my past and, like, being addicted to over-exercising and under-eating. Like, I was in the gym constantly. Yeah. Two hours a day, every single day. Like, I didn't miss a single session. So, and I obviously had gotten better at that before COVID hit, but now that it being taken away completely from me, first of all, I was, like, shocked. I was like, (laughs) what do I do? Like... Yeah, I like at-home workouts once in a blue moon to, you know, spice it up, shock the system a little bit. But to have to do it for shit, like, six, seven, eight months now? Like, yeah, it's going on a long time. And so I think instead of being super down on myself and being like, man, I'm the heaviest dumbbell we have in this house is a 15-pound dumbbell. So not being... We also have a 25-pound kettlebell. Okay, yeah, yeah, we do. We do, but it's, we don't have two of them, so it's no. a little hard. That's One side is going to be, like, jacked and the other side is... That's weak. also because they're ridiculously expensive oh, right now. hundred percent. I'm not spending a hundred dollars oh, on yeah. one dumbbell. Exactly. They know what they're doing. They're making that money. Yeah. So for me, I knew if I was going to get too down on myself about not lifting heavy or mm-hmm. not being in a gym atmosphere, I was going to be super detrimental to my mental health yeah. and to probably my physical health because I wouldn't be giving 110% effort. So something that really helped me and Rachel did it a little bit too. I was talking to you about it was we would write down random exercises. Oh, this was so fun. It's so fun. And I really like recommend this. Even if without COVID, I think this is an amazing type of Mm -hmm. workout. You write down random exercises on little pieces of paper, cut them all up, fold them all. Mm -hmm. So you have like the number of sets, the number of reps, and then like the exercise. And Mm -hmm. I think there was something else. I can't remember, but you get the point. And you put it all in a hat. And you put the style. The style. Yeah. So if it was like, or I at least was putting like four rounds or I'd put like AMRAP or something like that, which is as many rounds as possible if you don't know. 40 seconds on, 20 seconds off. Yeah. That, that type of stuff. Basically, just make it a mix, mash, mosh of things mm-hmm. and just randomly pick. And then that's your workout. And you, there's like a sense of accountability that comes with that because you're like, shit, I picked it. Like, yeah, it's I like, gotta do it. well, now I have to do I it. I know. And let me tell you, those workouts ruined my life. <laughs> like, they destroyed me because they were crazy workouts and crazy exercises and reps and the rep range and weights and whatever that I would never put together. Yeah. Never. And I think that is like an overarching theme Mm -hmm. of quarantine and COVID or whatever is finding joy or excitement or happiness in the unexpected things. Those are the sort of workouts, like if you're creating your own, if you are somebody who understands form, understands not, you know, lifting heavier so that you are going to injure yourself, there are also other options. Like you can follow other people's programs. You can do like Beachbody or I know Mick Zazon, I talk about her all the time, but I know she has a program for people to follow. Uh, So there are other options if you're not somebody who wants to create your own. And I know that this might still be a viable option for people who maybe you did have an Orange Theory membership or maybe you had, I don't know, Cycle Bar or something like that. And because of your financial situation, you can no longer afford it. Or your work schedule. Yeah. There's no classes available at the time Mm -hmm. that you're available. Or if a studio has only opened, that's nowhere near you. So it's not convenient anymore. You know, I saw a lot of people saying, well, at-home workouts don't work for me. And 
and you're only going to get out of it what you put in and you have to change just like Peyton was saying that mindset to say this is how I have to adjust so that it does work for me and try out different methods and I promise you'll find something yeah and that's like with life like effort what you put in, the effort you put in is what you will receive. And it's like the same with anything like workouts, friendships, relationships, mm-hmm. even like with my siblings. So I just think that that's kind of like something that you should always take into consideration whenever you're doing something. But I do think it is a little more magnified mm-hmm. currently because of the situation and the state of the world. It's also not about motivation because I think that a lot of people feel like they lack that if they're at home. Very true. It is not about motivation. Nobody, nobody in this freaking world is motivated every single day, 100% of the time. It's about creating habits and creating discipline. Yeah, and creating an environment in which you would thrive in that. So like for me... I have to put on like my beats and Mm -hmm. like my music. I have to make it almost like a gym atmosphere, Mm -hmm. even though it's just in our garage, because that's how I know, okay, now I'm in the zone. I'm pumped up. Like, like I personally just can't work out in my room. It doesn't feel like I've separated it. And for me, stepping into that atmosphere that I feel like, all right, now we're about to crush the fucking weight right now. I just feel more motivated. I feel like my effort is going to be way higher than it would be if I was just somewhere else. But that's not for everyone. Some people have amazing workouts in their house or in their room or, I don't know, while they're, like, carrying the baby and, Mm -hmm. like, doing lunges as they're going, like fucking animals over here yeah one of my clues about how much energy i have is whenever i'm warming up if i like start doing little dances yes you have to make it entertaining like even when we used to go back to like gyms or when i used to go back to gyms i would always be dancing in the mirror i don't care who's looking because if that is what's working for me and that's what's gonna pump me up for that set rep whatever then who gives a shit what anybody else thinks thank you took the words right out of my mouth you're welcome And while, yes, we're talking a lot about, like, an actual workout with dumbbells or, like, a gym atmosphere or anything like that, working out can be just being outside. Just taking more walks. The amount of walks me and Rachel take. (laughs) Probably borderline obsessive. How we ended up here. That's very true. So there's always a good, there's, there's always a good thing that is hiding behind the door. But I've noticed, and we've noticed, especially in our neighborhood, Mm -hmm. more people are outside and being outside and taking walks with their families, playing with their kids more. Like, I do think there is a little bit of good that has come from this because it's made people kind of check in with their surroundings Mm -hmm. because they have to. And I think that even as the world continues to evolve through this time, that that is something that's so crucial to take with you. Because whenever all of this first happened, I literally, I have been living in this neighborhood since I was 17. And I was like, I didn't know there were so many children in this neighborhood because (laughs) the parents were taking their kids out and they were playing in their backyards. And I think that is just so invaluable and something that should continue forward. It brought me so much joy. I was like, good, these families are spending this lovely quality time. Not that they weren't before, it just wasn't as obvious in their backyard, I guess. Yeah. And I just, like you had said it earlier, but you were like, being in my house or being stuck at home doesn't Mm -hmm. even have to be in the home. Like there are other things that you can be doing. And yes, I think obviously like we've already 
established, COVID has magnified all this. Mm-hmm. But I do think it is something that needs to be taken throughout the next couple years, you know, provided that things go well. Fingers crossed. Yeah, if you're somebody who has found yourself working from home or you're home because you're still looking for work, don't keep yourself stuck in the house. I take my schoolwork outside and I sit on our little back deck. I don't care if you have a back deck or not. If you're just, you got a little little dirt take a towel out there (laughs) sit down and just enjoy some time outside because it's just so good for your mental health to get fresh air oh 100 percent. and i think we should be focusing more on our mental health currently Mm -hmm. because due to the state of the world we're having to be maybe a little bit more isolated Mm -hmm. and kind of be more in tune with ourselves even if we don't want to be it's kind of not an option like you're spending so much time with yourself you're going to check in mentally and you're a lot more self-aware I've definitely noticed throughout this whole process throughout this whole year I've been a lot more self-aware with my emotions am I about to be super anxious am I feeling a little down do I feel like I need some friends to pick me up or am I feeling like super happy and social and joyful so I think checking in with your mental health is also super key and I think you know getting off social media getting off the computer getting outside getting out of the space you're always in especially if you're working from home Mm -hmm. can be super beneficial to your mental health because it's allowing you to step away from it where you would normally get that in a regular workspace with coworkers or colleagues and that can maybe distract you a little bit you don't have that anymore or maybe it just looks a little different maybe your work schedule is off a little bit more or you move to somewhere new or you know you are just working from home because you know hashtag COVID and if you are somebody too who this is not an ad but if you have realized what's it should be <laughs> this time by yourself that you are struggling with some things with your mental health but you don't necessarily want to go to a therapist's office or don't know if you can afford it insurance or whatever there are resources like Talkspace where you can just reach out to somebody through your phone and that's a really wonderful resource And, you know, I think that that's something really great that has come out of all of this is that people are putting attention to their mental health. They are taking advantage of those resources. Mm -hmm. Okay, that definitely wasn't an ad, but I just want to say that transition was smooth as hell. And I think something that is having a huge impact on people's mental health, especially for extroverts, has been the inability to go out like they normally would to bars and restaurants. And I mean, I realize that those places are still open. But obviously there are different guidelines, but especially at first, I think that was really hard for a lot of people. I mean, and there are things, you know, I was doing a lot more in the beginning stages when like things were literally completely shut down, like Mm -hmm. FaceTime happy hours or like or zoom calls and like having making at home like game shows and board games my family did that a lot and that's super fun amazing love my family love you know seeing my friends on FaceTime it's not the same no it's not and I'm someone who thrives off of human interaction Mm -hmm. and human connection and so yeah that was a little bit hard I mean granted you know I like my time alone but for the most part I love being with people I'm a huge people person and I think there's a lot of people out there that are and have really been struggling with these little adjustments that they've been having to make and you know there are things that you can do to kind of you know bypass a little bit and they are obstacles but I think yeah it's it's been hard for extroverts but There are things such like that you don't need to be at a bar scene Mm -hmm. or a restaurant scene for like planning a hiking trip 
Yeah. Go hiking. Like, oh my God, me and Rachel were talking about it. The outdoors, I mean, shit, we all love the outdoors, especially this year. I've been like, I've never a... seen so many Who photos of mountains in my life. I'm a hiking kind of bitch. Yeah. Like, I've just been, because that's what, it's easily accessible. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's something fun to do. And it's a good thing to just kind of step outside of the shit world we're in right now. Yeah. And so, yeah, plan a hiking trip. Do something like, I don't know, just randomly call up a friend and be like, hey, want to go for a walk outside or want to meet here for a trail hike and then get some coffee later? Yeah. Well, and now I'm going to speak to the introverts for a moment. Yes, please. Because to be honest, I had some guilt, I think, because so many people around me were like, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. And you're like, I'm thriving. I really was, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, I am in such a good place right now. Like, I'm really getting into a good routine. And I feel like I'm figuring... I mean, I still had bad days because that's just who I am. But And everybody has bad days. But I really didn't feel like I was experiencing the same sort of struggles that so many people that I knew were experiencing. And, you know, a lot of them were outwardly talking about it. And, you know, using kind of a blanket term of everybody. And I was like, well, I don't know how to... say not everybody because I don't want to be like oh I'm doing okay yeah so something that I chose to do and I mean I think can still be done and this is something introverts or extroverts whatever like please feel free to use this I started reaching out to some of those friends to be like, hey, how are you doing? I had one friend who posted that she was not doing well. She's like, I'm really having a hard time with this. So the dog and I sent her and her dog a letter just to say, like, we're thinking about you. And, like, just do things to let them know that they're not alone, that they do have friends, and that they're going to get through this. Like, you know, because it is such a different time for them, and they might be dealing with their mental health in a very different way. So I feel like this is really a time for the introverts to, like, be that good friend who's like, hey, I've been preparing for this my whole life. <laughs> let me let me, let me, me help you out. Let me show you the way. <laughs> You're like, move, bitch. Yeah. It's my time. <laughs> it's my spotlight now. And I do think, you know, there are extroverts out there. And I think a little bit of myself as well when I talk about this. I'm not trying to like be harsh or anything. But people who don't want to address what's going on internally deflect. Mm -hmm. And how they deflect is by always doing things with friends. And always calling friends and always going going out to parties and getting drunk and doing whatever. I don't even know what you guys do. Mm -hmm. But that is a little bit of a deflection Mm -hmm. of not wanting to be in tune with yourself. Not wanting to be in touch with your emotional side or your vulnerable side. Okay, shit, this is me. (laughs) This is definitely me. I don't know why I said it was a little bit. This is me. She was deflecting. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) My bad. But that's why I do think that... You know, it's been a little bit of a blessing in disguise. And I'm just going to speak upon myself because that's all I can pull from. I think I've gotten a little... No. I think I've gotten a lot more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. A lot more emotionally in tune with myself throughout this whole period because I haven't had those opportunities to deflect like that. And I think a lot of extroverts experience this in the same exact way. So when someone does reach out, it is nice. But I do think, yes, extroverts struggled, but I also think that it opened way more opportunities Mm -hmm. to find unexpected things that made you feel joy or made you feel happy that you as an extrovert would never think Mm -hmm. would make you feel like, and you know, because we just talked about this, but we have like this little trail around this lake kind of like not even 10 minutes from our house, I went there by myself almost every day because that was my time for me. I didn't want to 
No offense. I didn't want to ask anyone to come with me. I did, but I didn't want to ask any friends to come with me. I wanted to put on a podcast and reevaluate, like, okay, Peyton, how did we do this week mentally? Where do you see yourself going? What makes you anxious? Just, you know, checking in with yourself, Mm -hmm. which is something my past self, my younger self, never did. I never wanted to be emotional like that. I never wanted to be in tune with myself like that because I viewed it as weakness. Mm But it's not weakness, and I think I do have this state of the world to thank for that because I don't know if I would have checked in with myself like that. Which is incredible because that means that you're learning how to do that now at 25 instead of deflecting until you're 50, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, now I'm learning how to do all of these things, which I think unfortunately is the case with a lot of people. Yeah, especially like just doing things on your own, I think Mm -hmm. people are really scared of. I've always actually kind of liked to do things on my own because I'm just a little bit of a control freak. So I just, you know, I have always been naturally pretty independent, but I think it's been a whole new level Mm -hmm. recently within this past year, especially like instead of feeling like, okay, I'll be independent because that's strong. I'm no, I'm going to be independent because that's what I want. Mm -hmm. And that's how I'm going to check in with myself. And that's how I'm going to, you know, progress as a person, as an individual and keep evolving because I can't like keep deflecting or I can't rely on people 24 seven. And I don't think I do, but it's definitely, you know, opened my mind a little bit more to being emotionally vulnerable and being okay with just finding something new to do that you never thought you would do or just doing something on your own that you thought you never would do on your own. That was how people struggled a lot. And I think an interesting thing that happened for me I don't know if this has happened for other people but because I'm not the friend who normally says yes that is something through all of this and definitely through our conversations that I've been trying to put more effort into when someone does ask me to do something I say sure And I mean, it's always stuff that I know I'm going to enjoy or I'm curious about. Like we did, I think we've mentioned it before, but we went to a new moon meditation and Peyton and my brother both went and our, my friend invited us and it just was such a lovely time. And we're so glad that we went. Yeah. Found joy in something unexpected. Yeah. And that was not something like, I'm such a flaky person. Any of my friends will tell you that I cancel plans left and right. And I'm a friend who's like, oh yeah, we should catch up. And then. And I don't, not because I don't love my friends. It's just because I love being alone. <laughs> and I just was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to stick to this. And, you know, there were a couple of time constraints, but it all ended up working out. And ultimately I was glad that I went. It's so funny. The more we talk, I'm always like, damn, we are total opposites because mm-hmm. I'm the opposite. I'm a yes person. Yes, she is. I'm like always down to do things. But, and recently, and you can attest to this, mm-hmm. I've found myself kind of always saying yes to other people mm-hmm. or yes to doing things that I don't, yeah, it's not that I don't want to do it, but I just, I feel like I was so in tune with myself mentally in the, in like the earlier stages of COVID and then I've kind of lost that a little bit because Mm -hmm. I've started to like say yes to more things and not really put an emphasis on myself and I've been feeling a little bit lately like I'm you know, not paying attention to myself enough. Mm -hmm. Like for Rachel, she's, you know, said yes to more things. For me, it's saying no to more things. Yeah. And not in a bad way, not in a negative way at all, because well, one, I have extreme FOMO. So like I need to, (laughs) I love doing things with people. And two, I love hanging out with people. I love social interaction, but I've been finding like the weekend goes like by two seconds. Yeah. 
the weekend is so quick for me and I feel like, what have I done for myself? Yeah, Monday has rolled around and you've been pretty anxious. Yes, I've been super anxious. I've been getting like these little like rash things mm-hmm. on my stomach because I've been so anxious and stressed out because I've not been paying enough attention to myself. And I think I was so good about that in quarantine. So I'm going to try to, you know, get back to that a little bit more. Um, definitely actually a lot bit more. Well, I love that you said that you're a yes person. I recently, and this is one of the things that started to shift my mindset with this is I was listening to the Rachel Hollis podcast and she had a guest. She's a doctor, Holocaust survivor. I'm not even going to try to say her name because I will butcher it, (laughs) but it was a really wonderful episode. And the woman said, don't say yes, but say yes. And Mm, I love that. I was just like, what an incredibly one word shifts an entire mindset. 100%. And the energy. Mm-hmm. It shifts the energy because you being like, yes, but I can only do it at this time. I'm like, well, do you even want to go? Like, right. Do you even want to do this with me? Or do you even, are you just saying yes because you feel like you have to? Saying yes and, I'm like, oh shit, they're excited. Yeah. And you know what? That's for, yes, for saying yes to friends, but also saying yes to yourself. Heck yeah. Because there are times where, like on Sundays, we love the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be like, okay, for my mental health right now, and just to feel, to de-stress a little bit, to feel better and more in tune with myself, I'm going to go work out in the morning, or I'm going to go for a a trail hike. Yes. And I'm going to go to the farmer's market. Yes. And I'm going to do a face mask. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm going to meal prep some potatoes because I love sweet potatoes. And I just feel like that is crucial, yes, with your friendships and relationships, but with your freaking self, you know? All right, guys, so as promised, we are keeping this episode short, sweet, and to the point. So it's time for the Huddle Up. All right, guys, so for the Huddle Up for this episode, we kind of wanted to do it a little bit different. We're going to give you guys some ideas that we personally have done Mm -hmm. in the state of the world with COVID and everything that we think one, have been so fun, Mm -hmm. and two, have been pretty easily accessible and pretty easy to do. They just took a little bit of creativity. So our first idea for you guys, we did most recently, is a homemade wine and design. We did this for one of our friends like last weekend. Yeah. And it was so fun. We made this bomb-ass charcuterie board. Gorgeous. Had like wine tastings and we painted, we painted her little kitty. But we did it cool. We did it like Andy Warhol style, which shout out to Rachel's brother. That was his idea. Yeah. And it was so fun. We just sat around the table, ate some cheese and crackers and fruit and veggies, drank a hell of a lot of wine and painted and made it these super cute like style and it was just, it was so fun. Well, and it was so fun because we all painted a different side yeah. of her cat which was really I mean that's the point of it but it was so fun to just see everyone's like creativity like come through yeah and then we had like a dancing we were dancing to Greece yeah we had like a dancing not even contest it was just we were all together yeah it was so fun <laughs> <I sneezed. laughs> our second idea is to plan a hiking trip you guys this is so fun and it's so easy we're I mean you know we live in like what central North Carolina you know if you want to go to Asheville you know if you're in North Carolina like it doesn't have to be a long distance trip though there are so many places close to us that are convenient and several miles worth of a hike and then afterwards you go to like a brewery following their 
uh, protocols and things like that, you know, being safe, of course, but it's just, it can be just a local day thing or you can plan an actual trip. And that was actually something that V and I had done, well, got just a couple of months ago, but we had decided to go to Asheville and I like did all, I'm a research person. So I did all of this research so that we would know like where we could go. Unfortunately, our dog got bit by a poisonous snake and our plans had to change a little bit. We had to go with the flow, but it was still just nice to get away from the city and be surrounded by the mountains. And yeah. And we were able to get outside. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be like crazy hiking. It doesn't no. have to be super strenuous. It can be like a legit just trail hike. But I do think that getting outside, getting in nature, getting in tune with yourself and mm -hmm. Just getting off social media and seeing the negativity in the world right now can be so beneficial and it's so easy. It also is a great way to incorporate your pets. We didn't yeah. talk about that at all. But and it's inexpensive. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Number three is try a new recipe. I don't know if you cook or if you guys spend time in the kitchen, but we sure as shit do. And just an example of one of the things that I started to do was just creating my own juice. And sometimes that looked like just a big bowl of a bunch of different fruits and veggies. And sometimes I made it a little bit more specific. So I'd put like carrots, ginger, and apple or something like that. But honestly, it was a lot of fun and it gives me really great natural energy, which was really what I was looking for. I was trying to get away from a pre-workout and I started craving it, but it can be anything, you know, maybe it's a new lasagna, which I'm thinking about because I'm making that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a new taco dish or, you know, whatever tickles your fancy. It can just be a lot of fun to have fun in the kitchen. Yeah. Getting creative in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a me time thing yeah you know okay guys number four was something me and my family did and it was to create an at-home game show hear me out minute to win it it's so fun so easy my sister i'm gonna give her the credit shout out because she took the reins on it and she went to the dollar store got all the things wrote up all the games like we even split into like teams. We were red versus blue. <laughs> it was like me, my mom, and my littlest sister, and then my sister, her friend, and my dad. And we just like went at it with the minute to win it games. And we had a freaking ball. It was so fun. I was like, damn, I'm having just as much fun here playing these stupid minute to win it games with my family as I did in college. Yeah. But it's just, you know, being creative with it and just looking for things. And also too, going in with the mindset that, oh, this is stupid. Like I hate when people do that. Yeah. Be open to it. You don't know if it's going to suck or if it's going to be stupid as hell. Or if you're going to have the best freaking night ever. You just never know. I think that's like a huge concept that we're trying to hammer home right now. Is that like... Give it a chance. Give it a fucking chance. Which I think leads... To number five. Which is... Push yourself out of your comfort zone, guys. Mm -hmm. This isn't like an idea, but it's just kind of like our overarching theme we've decided, which is why it's number five, the last one. Leave you with a little bit, a little bit of a advice, if you will. <laughs> but basically, push yourself out of your comfort zone. Try things that you never expected to like or you never thought in a million years you would do. Whether that's by yourself, with your family, with your friends, with your significant other, who gives a shit? Yeah. And who cares where it's at, what you're doing, like, obviously, be safe, you know, do the precautions, be aware of other people as well, because it's not just about you, <clears throat> okay? But just, you know, try new things. Eight out of ten times. And Eight you will learn so 
so much about yourself and okay, you gave it a shot, you didn't like it, cool, move, move on. on. Exactly. You gave it a shot and you loved it, well, now you have that in your knapsack to pull out the next time you need an idea of something to do. And growth doesn't come from your comfort zone. Oh, 100%. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Yeah, so the only way to achieve that is to push yourself yeah. beyond your comfort zone. That is like should be a major goal in everyone's life. Yeah. And I think, you know, COVID has really shed a light on that. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for tuning in again today, guys. Please do not forget to like, share, and subscribe. That's how we reach more people. And go ahead and check out our Instagram as well at the underscore healthy huddle. We'll see you next time. my deflection on tape. Uh. Anyways, that sounded fucking weird. <laughs> Sat around the table, painted each other, painted each other. <laughs> the next time that you need something. Your naps. Okay. Santa. <laughs>